This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Friday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show so far. Check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. Thanks to Derek Bombeck for coming in studio, as always, every other Friday, bringing in some good knowledge of what's coming to Lincoln this weekend. Back from Savannah. You can always check out, you can always uh, call or text us at 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. As always, this show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. I am told, by the way, Quick plug, quick plug here. I'm told that we are 80 subscribers away from hitting 1,200 on YouTube. So if you want to do a, do us a favor and show, show us some love here, go to YouTube, 93.7 The Ticket, subscribe to us, help us get to 1,200 and more beyond. Yeah, we need to ultimately get to 1,500. Yes, that'd be, that'd be great. If you do that by the end of the show, let's get 300 from this show. Just do it. YouTube, 93.7 The Ticket, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We got a merch store here. We do. We have a there's a, a shirt with your face on it that says "Shut Up Simple" on it. That's very popular. Check out the ticket merch store. Get some ticket swag shirts for every occasion. There are some nice shirts, by the way. Yeah, on there. Yeah. If you don't follow us on social media, Twitter at nine three seven the ticket at Stephen underscore Sipple now. Yeah, yeah. At nine three seven Jake Sorensen. There's there's your plug. We do plugs here on the show once in a while. Yes. We do. Okay. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. So- off day. Off week. Off Saturday. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to get my Sunday column done today. Good. So I will clear the deck for tomorrow. Um, and and one game that we didn't talk about at 11 a.m. is Baylor Iowa State. Yes, a, a game with potentially two coaches that Nebraska might be interested in. We never, you don't know. Trev Alberts won't say anything out loud. But Baylor and Iowa State play at 11, 11 a.m. tomorrow. Now we knew the Deuce, ESPN two. Yes, the deuce. You, you, you wanted to say that, didn't you? You yeah. just wanted to say the Deuce, ESPN two, eleven a.m. Baylor and Iowa State. Dave Aranda, Matt Campbell, two names you're hearing a lot in terms of what people, at least what fans believe, were. What people would be curious about potentially coaching Nebraska next, right? So it, it that will give you a good look at those teams and what what you'll see are two pretty similar programs. That's the interesting thing about it. I mean, for sure, what you'll see from Baylor is a team that's strong up front. I think that'll be very noticeable to people. They are they are built from the inside out, as I like to say about Aranda's teams. Aranda builds from the inside out, which is very appealing to you because you, you are saying – Trenches. Right. Trenches. That, that you, you want a coach who takes care of that part. And we would say this staff, this current Nebraska staff, did not do that. It did not. We can say that. You're not being, you're not being unfair there. They just didn't. And that needed to happen. It didn't happen. Aranda does it at Baylor. Um You'll get a good look at that. These teams, they try to. I've I've noticed these media people try to make this a rivalry. I don't know. I'd never thought of Baylor and what? Iowa State. It's a rivalry as being a rivalry. Never have that had that thought in my brain ever. Right. I mean, I for a long either. time, they're both in the cellar of the Big Twelve. Right. Right. Both of them. Right. They, there is. I mean. 
Baylor Iowa State's a rivalry. Well, they, I saw in the Des Moines Register they're asking players about that, and nobody really said it was. But Have you ever heard that in your entire life? No, here's the thing. Either. Here's why it comes up, though. It's the, During the last five games, the average margin of victory has only been 6.25 points, okay? The last five games pitting Baylor and Iowa State have been very close. Um, with a pair decided by just two points. I think Iowa State leads. Yeah, Iowa State in the last five games has a 3-2 edge in this series. But there was a fight in 2018. Um, 2018 at Jack Trice Stadium in Ames. The punches were thrown. David Montgomery got ejected, the the great running back. And then in 2019, there was controversy in Waco because the Baylor did not permit Iowa State to have sideline tents when it when when temps reached 122 degrees. Jimmy so there was a, yeah, hello. 122? Yeah, there was a flare up. So there's been some flare ups, okay? Now, I missed out on those flare ups by the way. I was not paying attention to them apparently. Well, it's, there's really we wouldn't be discussing this game if not for this. Yeah. If right. not for Matt Campbell and Dave Aranda coming up in a coaching search. We wouldn't. You wouldn't watch this. You probably wouldn't watch this game, right? Baylor, Iowa State? No, I would not. No. Unless they're both in the top ten. I'd be curious maybe then, but they're not. Now, Duke, Kansas plays at that time, too. So you're going to see. Flip, flip, flip. Right. You're going to see three names, three prominent names in this Husker speculation, we'll call it. I'm not going to say they're legitimately pro- legitimate names. I'm not saying they're legitimate names. I don't know that. But we're saying they're prominent in speculation. Right, um, so it'll be kind of fun. It'll be kind of fun at 11 a.m. tomorrow. I, your attention's going to be there's going to be a lot competing for your attention. Yeah, but but and here's the weird the the thing that's kind of annoying about all this is that, especially when you have time to watch these games with no Nebraska game, there's going to be so many overreactions to things, right? Probably. Like, let, let's say there's one bad decision made in in Baylor. Iowa State by either Aranda or Campbell. Oh, bad clock management. Right. Well, I just I just Take saw him out. I just saw Matt Campbell make the worst decision I've ever seen on fourth down. Right. And he they went for it at fourth and seven. You know, you're gonna have right. something stupid like that. Yeah. So when you have more time and, and now you're focusing on more games and more coaches, the overreactions blow up. I mean, yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know, Jake. No, they do. I oh, could... you you're gonna see it this weekend. Okay. Yep. So that's like 11. if Leipold gets beat by Duke. Oh, take him out of the race. Yeah, and, and that's not fair because it's one game. Well, I, I, I'm glad you raised that. I do feel like Lance, in particular, is in that sort of mode where it's a week to week discussion, and he's got to pile up victories because Kansas's schedule gets really tough down the stretch. Well, it, it, they, you say tough. They say what's no, no, it's tough. This is a team that beat Texas last year in a 3-9 season and pushed Oklahoma. Those are the two toughest teams on the schedule left, right? They're not going to go undefeated. Um, I'm not saying they are, but they, they're not scared of anybody right now. Uh, well, Duke's a big one. If they can get to 4-0, that keeps his name uh, it keeps his name in the forefront. I don't know, though. It doesn't – But if he loses, okay, here's it my question to you. the forefront. Well, here's a qu- my question to you. Why does it matter if it's in the fans' forefront? It matters. It's true. I mean, this it's isn't – a a vote. You want to know, you want <laughs> right? to know why it's important because we want to feel like we're in the decision here, right? You yeah, want to feel like we are not that we are smart enough to know where this might go. That's why. You want to feel like you can think like an AD and know where his brain is at when in theory in reality you don't. Right. 
but it's, this is it's, all we're acting as our own ads. Sip. This is all feels a bit like fantasy to me, you know. And, but, you know, it's still sort of interesting. If take the Nebraska situation out. The Lance Leipold Kansas story is a pretty good one. They're playing three and O Duke. Kansas is three and O. The place is sold out in Lawrence. It'll be it'll be interesting to watch that. It'll be interesting to watch that. I'm not even with even with a Randon Campbell being speculated as a possible next Nebraska coach. I still have a little trouble getting interested in Iowa State Baylor. Yeah, I'm with you. But you, you by the way, you know who has a free weekend right now? that's available or not available? That's, sorry, they're not available. But they have a free weekend because they played last night mm-hmm. that we we believe could be could be in the conversation for the head coach. Brett Bielema has yes. a free weekend. Brett Bielema last night in Illinois beat Chattanooga 31 zip. They are now, I think, 3 and 1 in the season. Yes, they're 3 and 1. The Illini are 3 and 1. They don't play a game mm-hmm. tomorrow. Bielema fits your, your criteria of a trench guy. I mean, you're, uh, you know, yeah. yeah, you know, with Bielema. You're going to be strong up front on both sides. You're going to have a tough team that runs the ball and defends. They got, like Chris said in the first hour, they're, they're, Illinois is going to be scary for Nebraska because they run the ball. I mean, they Let's have a good. I from last night. I'll pull up real quick. Yeah, Chase Brown's a good running back. Chase Brown last night uh, became. By the way, he became the first Illinois running back to rush for a hundred plus yards in five straight games okay. in school history. There you go. Uh, he Jeez, had. That's amazing. Wasn't great. He had twenty carries for one hundred eight and a touchdown. So not a huge game. Devito had a good game passing, mm-hmm. and they won thirty-one zip. Now, can you imagine Nebraska shutting out anybody right now? No, no, I can't. Not at all. That would be a difficult game. And yes, if 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 at some point Bielman's name became prominent in speculation for good reason, I would I would be I'd welcome that. I'm with you. Yeah. I think last time he was mentioned, I wasn't too keen on that. Mm-hmm. This time I am. Because he's, you know, he's doing because some why? good things in Illinois. Maybe at, that, at that time, he had just failed in Arkansas. He right? did. He was, he was in the NFL with the Patriots, right. I believe, as an assistant there. Right. He had so, failed in a big way. So you kind of asked, you know, has, has the Bielema shine just gone away? Has, well, has he forgotten how to coach? Because he sucked in Arkansas. I know. That was a bad era. It went bad. And I, I think you know, people were shocked by that because his his style should have fit in, the, in that conference. You know, they like he gets good linemen, they run the football well, it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. So that's why the last time he was mentioned, it didn't seem like a good fit. Now he's back in the Big Ten, he's doing okay at Illinois. Mm-hmm. Then okay, he's he knows how to you know get back in this game in he the was, Big Ten. He was twenty nine and thirty four at Arkansas overall. How was his last few years though? Didn't he fall off a cliff pretty badly? Mm, it went. His last three were eight and five, okay. seven and six, and four and eight. Okay, so four and eight was the bad one. <coughs> the problem was in the league he was terrible. Eleven and twenty nine. Eleven and twenty nine. And yeah, you know what, Jake? It's not as horrible as you think. He went to three bowl games in five years there. Three bowl games in five years. It wasn't a massive. It wasn't as bad as people th- say it was. Right. Five games under? I think the four and eight stands out. They thought that was just an epic collapse. And you know, right now, four and eight is about what Nebraska's doing. Yeah. I mean, we're hoping that, for but, four and eight right but now. That, that's just going back to why was he not a name that we wanted the previous time. It's because he wasn't coming off a good era. And he was just an NFL as an assistant coach. But now he's back in the Big Ten. So, 
it makes sense to, to consider him. Mm-hmm. And they got a good running game going. They got a good offensive line. Pretty good defensive line. Pretty you know solid defense. It's a, good, it's a solid team. They're not a bad team. They're a solid team. Mm-hmm. And they've been and we've seen Illinois terrible before recently. Oh, real awful. bad. Would love God awful. Yeah, would love it. Yeah. Let's get a call from Jeff on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline four six four five six eight five. Jeff, you're on early break. Go ahead. Yeah. Hey, I was uh, just curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that two of SIP's top candidates are Lance and Bill O'Brien. And I don't really see it because, I mean, Lance could do pretty good at Kansas this year. Maybe let's just imagine them going 7-5 and five or something like that. And last year they won two games, and then he, he, his prior coaching before that is Division three and Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, and Buffalo. it's just like, and so, okay, it doesn't. I mean, it's a good resume, but it doesn't seem like the type of resume that would uh, be on Nebraska's level if we want Nebraska to be, you know, a, a, a great program again. And then Bill Bryan. I mean, I thought with the Houston Texans, his whole end of there was just really bad, and there was all kinds of complaints about him and racial slurs and all kinds of stuff like that so it's like i don't really see either one of those two guys as top candidates but i'm kind of curious why sip likes him so much well i have explained it i never heard the racial slurs thing on that we got to be careful on that i don't know if that's a fact or not um as far as that's why deandre hopkins wanted out of there so bad i yeah, I didn't know that. If if that was that, we'll have to look that up. Uh, Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Here's why: because he because he went into Penn State during a horrible period, right in the wake, the immediate wake of the Sandusky scandal, where there was they were bogged down by NCAA infra. I mean NCAA penalties, and he went eight and four and was the national coach of the year by at least three separate entities. National coach of the year. Followed it with a good season. He did a great job at Penn State in the Big Ten. And then now he's working for the in the best program in the country under Saban as the play caller, as the offensive coordinator. He actually had a decent run with the Texans until late. He became the GM in the last year. And when he got became the GM, that's when it got rough. But he, they went to the playoffs four times in Houston under Bill. Um, I think all these discussions, Jeff, are crapshoot, crapshoots in a lot of ways. Some of it is nuanced in that I think you you can get O'Brien. There's some guys I probably like better that I just don't think you can get. Urban Meyer being the greatest example there. But I think you could get O'Brien. I mean, why can why can we get Urban Meyer? Why is that so hard? I mean, if they wanted him, I feel like there's a way they could get him. Well, it doesn't seem like it right now. Lance, Lance, it's it's again the nuance there is he's very familiar with this this area. He's very familiar with the Big Ten, Jeff. He's a he's a Janesville, Wisconsin native. He understands the Big Ten. He understands Nebraska, and his resume is really good, actually. I mean, six national titles. I don't care if it's Division three. That team was really well coached. I would always watch those those national title games. He just he's a he brings a winning culture and he's flipped Kansas very quickly. 
I mean, it's a, yeah. it, it, it's a, we don't know. If, I mean, he, we think he has. No, it's, he has. Yeah. I mean, they they went and beat West Virginia and Houston, which is unheard of for Kansas yeah, in recent road years. wins. Jeff road yeah. wins. No, I, I, Those aren't, I'm saying. I mean, the season's still not over. I mean, he ah. could end six and six five. Yeah, that would be seven, incredible. If he, yeah, it'd be incredible. Six six would be a good season, it'd be incredible if he got Kansas to six and six. That's what I, well, that's what we're saying, Jeff. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, what I'm just saying is, I mean, I don't, I don't see those guys as becoming, you know, guys that are going to save the program, and uh, you know, I don't, I just don't see it. Um, Who's a lock? I mean, because O'Brien seems a, a lot like um, Callahan, and I mean, Lance seems in some ways similar to Frost. Not, not like personality necessarily, but just in background right now he, he's like a, a mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. a guy that's got a good resume but he's unproven at a high at the big level there are no jeff, locks jeff, jeff. yeah well th- there are no locks with with, with lance he's you mentioned again wisconsin whitewater buffalo kansas you know, scott was only a head coach for a couple what two years at ucf two mm-hmm. years two years he had been assistant coach at, at oregon mm-hmm. play caller which is great, but that's not a head coach. Right. Lance has been a head coach for a long time, right? And he's and he's built programs repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Yes, I. And so, where me and Jeff got, we we really got uh, out of alignment, is he, Jeff saying, "What if, what if Lance Leipold just goes six and six at Kansas? Well, it's different. It's going six and six at Kansas is like winning ten games at a lot of places." Yeah. It is. That would be Kansas remarkable. Kansas been, has been the, the dumpster fire of college football for ten plus years. If he gets some six wins, that would be that would be really strong. Yeah. Uh, before we get to break, a couple of texts coming in, and and these are both regarding Mickey Joseph for Nebraska. I want to read both these. This is from Rick and Hickman. He says, Jake, why are we not including Mickey Joseph in this conversation for next coach? Why are we not supporting him more? I have texted this question before, still no answer from you guys. I want to hear your response. And Terrell Farley also chimed in. Mm-hmm. T Farley the great linebacker from the past, says, says this. People always say that Mickey doesn't have um, experience, but Arkansas's coach, Sam Pittman, was an offensive line coach, mm-hmm. and his team is number 10 in the country. Mm-hmm. So Mickey can get, can get better kids here and, and better than Scott, and he's better maybe in situational potentially if for football. No coaching. way, no way can you rule out Mickey. No, you can't. If Mickey can p- put together some wins, and I don't, I don't mean a lot of wins. I mean, if he can get them – I think he'd really get your attention if he could get to five or six wins. Yeah, so that that'd be in the final eight games, going four and four or five yeah. and three. I mean, he. I think he's probably needs to do that. Um, he would really, really gain some momentum if if he wins some games. We're just not expecting Nebraska to win. Yeah, because right now, really, if you look at it, as you as you said earlier. Indiana is the most winnable game left, and all of the rest look yeah. pretty dicey to me. This, yeah, even Illinois, any sort of run for Nebraska of 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 wins starts with you got to beat Indiana. I mean, it's not going to happen if you don't beat Indiana. I mean, if Mickey were to take this team on the road and beat Rutgers, that would really sure. get your attention, right? Right. It, it, after winning against Indiana, right. That would if, really if get he your gets attention. this team to a bowl game. There's going to be a ton of support for right. Mickey Joseph, right. and deservedly so. Yeah, if hey Terrell and Rick and Rick. If if Nebraska were to beat Indiana, which they'll have a good chance to do, 
and and then go beat Rutgers. The Mickey Joseph, the Mickey Joseph momentum will 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 pick up very quickly and, and very deserve, quickly. and deservedly so. Right, very quickly, very quickly. But we we just feel like this program is in a very tough spot where it's hard to expect that kind of comeback for the season. But if that happens, absolutely, absolutely in the conversation, no doubt. Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports is next on Early Break in the Ticket. <laughs> 